Hi, I'm Wolfgang. Welcome to this LDX talk on the question on how can coaching help me develop in life and ministry. Before I offer some of my thoughts on that topic, I want us to think about what is needed to develop ours and others' God-given potential so we can fully become who God intended us to be. Of course, we need God's ongoing work through the Holy Spirit in us and in our teams and in our communities. This we can experience directly with God and through others. Often, when you ask someone what impacted them most deeply in their development, they might point to one or several of the following. Someone took time to listen, encourage, challenge, and support, and believe in them, sometimes over months, sometimes over years. Often they will point out the quality of relationships they experienced, where there was trust, vulnerability, they were part of a healthy team, the culture was healthy, and the atmosphere that they were part of. They were seen, they were heard, they were valued, understood, they were known. They might point that sometimes there was a particular teaching that was really impactful and helped them in their development and growth. They might mention the importance of doing work where they had ownership and contributed out of their uniqueness and strengths. And as an individual, of course, you need the desire and motivation to grow and develop. So how can coaching help us develop in life in ministry? Coaching creates a safe and challenging relational process that supports us in our ongoing learning and development as leaders. Information most of the time does not change us, yet we bring often so much information to people thinking it would help them grow and develop. What coaching does, it personalizes our learning because we reflect more deeply on and learn from the experiences that we've had, which bring insight and then help us change. Coaching is a consistent and regular space for reflection where we can surface what matters most, deepen our awareness about what is truly going on in our hearts, our minds, in our emotions, what's true and what is not, where we discover our biases, judgments, or assumptions, where we see what we can change in ourselves, and we see where God is working rather than focusing on what we can't change in our situation or what we can change in others. Awareness is such a key element of what coaching does and how it helps us. Calvin writes in the Institutes, there's no deep knowing of God without a deep knowing of self and no deep knowing of self without a deep knowing of God. We need to know ourselves as God knows us and coaching can strengthen both of that. Coaching is a thinking and conversational space where advice is rarely given because we trust that what is needed has already been given to the other by the Holy Spirit. And my job as a coach-like leader is to draw it out of them. And it helps you discover a wrong mindset. Sometimes it leads to repentance. There's a shift in perspective which makes breakthrough possible and empowers us to live and lead in the way God desires for us. And coaching is that space where the value I provide 
is not from giving advice or wisdom or imparting something, but the value comes from the quality of my deep listening, from the quality of how I'm present and respecting the image of God in the other. Giving advice at times can even disempower people, drawing it out, what's God placed within them empowers them. I want to give you a list here, not a complete list by any means, but of sometimes the direct impact you can see that coaching has where you were coached or others who were coached. And you might even want to ask some people what the impact was when they were coached by someone. There's a deepened self-awareness, as already mentioned. There's more clarity on what they were thinking through. There's a recognition of what is important and what is not. They transition better from one leadership role to another. Changing behaviors that hold us back becomes easier. And it takes you as a leader out of your sometimes isolation that you find yourself in or isolation you've put yourself in. You find motivation and courage to change and sustain that change. It helps you clarify and align your purpose, values, behaviors as a leader or in your teams. And one thing I find so helpful for myself also is that it provides a rhythm for my reflection and action. And I have healthy accountability from someone I can trust. And it serves me as well to work through relational challenges in my team. It helps me work through conflict. I also find it's preventative for leaders because they manage their stress better. Therefore, there's, it's preventative when it comes to burnout. It's not helpful when you are in burnout. It prevents us from sabotaging ourselves because the things that might derail us, we can bring into the open and work through before they have a greater or negative impact. And it's a space to process challenges and failure and move towards, move forward with confidence. It also lets me see blind spots, false beliefs, as well as discover the truth. It helps people to establish healthy boundaries in work, in life, and more. Now, the need is not for everyone to become a coach. More like, let's become more coach-like. The need is for all of us to be able to listen deeply, to learn to ask powerful questions that help others think things through and learn, and that we learn to be fully present in conversations or team meetings. And the need is to learn how we can provide a space for in conversations that empower others and our teams or communities so we can live out God's calling to be and to do. And the more I become like Jesus, the more I will empower others to develop their full potential because I'm motivated by a pure love, a love that knows the importance of listening. Because God is a listening God. That was one of key discoveries for me. God is a God who listens because love listens. Love takes time to listen. And love also provides silence. These two elements, I think, are some of the most critical elements that help us discover, become aware, and develop well.
Because when I'm too busy, when I'm unfocused, when I'm unclear, when I'm unaware, when I seek value or validation from what I contribute or accomplish, I struggle much more to empower others and create the relational and conversational environment that over time brings about sustainable and deep change or transformation, be it for an individual or be it for a team. Coaching or being a coach-like leader will have also a direct impact and help us how we live out some of our core values as a mission. Knowing God, hearing God's voice, being visionary, championing young people, valuing the individual, exhibiting servant leadership, doing first and doing, being relationship-oriented, practicing hospitality. All of these environments require that we go deep in our conversations and provide that process for change. But it raises some questions for us that I want to leave you with and think about. What would our leadership style look like when we lead and relate and love better because we listen better and have conversations that empower? What would our ministries look like if we listened first to the ones we're desiring to reach? What would our teaching, mentoring, coaching, and discipling look like if our listening reflected more that God is a God who listens? What do we need to shift or change in our team culture or environment so others are empowered to think and discover for themselves rather than be told what to do? Where do you need to focus in your growth and development in this season? And what difference might it make for you to work with a coach in this season or for your team? Imagine what if every DTS student had a coach for three to six months after they graduated? What impact would our DTSs or our secondary schools then have? What if every YWAMer had access to a coach when needed, or at least know someone in their own base or someone at another base who can skillfully support them? What would happen to our growth and development as leaders? I invite you to be more like Jesus on this journey and to develop and empower one another. Let's love one another well. Have a great week. Bye-bye.